Thank you, King. Give credit where credit's due. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. But anyway, my uh, so as I as we were just talking about off mic, I uh, there was a period in my life where I developed what I thought at the time was like a very cool, edgy, edgily sort of academic, essentially like college guy at a party theory, essentially, <laughs> that I don't know if I ever really told anybody, really, um, like at a party setting or anything. Mm -hmm. But my theory was about the movie Seven, David Venture's Seven, <laughs> as we were talking about. Yeah. And to put it in a line, it was, you know what, you know what my favorite Batman movie is? <laughs> David Venture's Seven. Because oh I had this whole theory that if you, you look at that movie, it's essentially like a Batman Joker story mm -hmm. with Brad Pitt's character being Batman. And Kevin Spacey, John Doe, of course, being the Joker, because like one of the one of the main uh, motifs or whatever of the Batman Joker thing is the Joker is always trying to get the Batman to kill him. Yeah, the Batman obviously kills scores of people all the time, and it's just never really talked about. But like he has this whole thing where apparently he never kills anybody. Yeah, and. Uh, <laughs> That and so the Joker's always trying to get him to like you know symbolically kill him to to demonstrate um, how much of like a flawed creation the Batman is right at, in actuality right and I had like a whole bunch of Batman and Joker theories at the time <laughs> you know I read a I read an essay about it in, in a literary criticism class about mm. the Dark Knight through like a Marxist sort of angle where um, Batman is like a, a representation of the bourgeois just literally casting aside any semblance of like civilian police governance and just being like, all right, we're fucking building a space tank and suiting up and just kicking the shit out of poor people now like right. that. And his whole ideology for it is like the city is going to shit and I have to like save it. But yeah. that whole ideology of like, because it's, you know, it's like you look at Batman materially in a, in a culturally materialist lens, like the insane amount of financial output that goes into being Batman. Yeah. Anybody in that reality would just look at it and be like, okay, there's maybe like six people it could be. And it's probably Bruce Wayne because yeah. he's the one who lives in Gotham. Yeah. And so my theory is always just that like the Joker always knew who the Batman was. Right. And didn't care and was just like trying to prove like a cultural propaganda victory the whole time throughout the dark night mm -hmm. of like, this is the fucking bourgeois taking it too far. And I need, you know, you can only repudiate that through like a mass popular turning of opinion against him yeah you know and what he stands for and so that was his goal the whole time but then yeah i had this whole other theory about like okay seven so is essentially going. that sort of thing where <laughs> kevin spacey is trying to motivate brad pitt's batman archetype into you know this uh, this sort of to, to prove that his like auspices of civility and law and order are 
you know moot facsimiles and yeah to, to use big academia academia yeah words but uh you know there's now i'm at the point in my life where i just don't really care about batman and the joker or seven yeah well that's interesting that's a hot take right there yeah but you never did a marxist reading of uh of seven not that i remember okay. really. i just i just remember being like yeah dude it's sort of like batman bro <laughs> in a way it's like i mean oddly enough though i feel like he is more his tail parallels harvey dents a little more you know in a way brad pitt's character yeah you might you be say. right about that but but just on face value, but you know face even, even the thing about harvey dent's character is he's like Two a different value. version of bruce wayne you know sure they're I, flip sides of the same burnt two-headed coin yeah if i may say so yeah <laughs> that's that's fair that's fair anyways what up what up Anyways. Welcome to uh, Hostile Vibes from Wholesome Places. This is Hostile Vibes from Hostile Places, The Hooks and Crow Show. Uh, this, of course, being me, uh, which is the owner of these dulcet tones and the possessor of these vocal cords. It's Hooks, of course, what being up? me. And I'm here with my very own Talking Crow host. <coughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. And we're joined today by a friend of the show, um, recurrent guest, 10th grader at Helena High School, uh, Zlikli Bulgis. Zlikli Bulgar? Yeah, <laughs> Zonky Bulgar, sorry. That's me. How you doing, Zonky? Uh, like I said earlier, I've had better days. How's 10th grade? What grade? 10th. Huh? As 10th grade, I said. I don't understand the second word in that sentence. <laughs> well, I, at any rate, fucking shit. How is school? Yeah, yeah. How How is school going? <laughs> school's going okay. Yeah, yeah. The Nard, the out here learning. Oh, shit. Um, so. You know, the Nard shit, bro. Sure. Yeah. So it is Labor Day. Did that somehow contribute to this uh, lackluster day for you? No, dude. The only reason that my day has been bad is because my gaming isn't going as well as I wanted to. Mm. Mm, preach, King. <laughs> We've all been there, you know? So yeah. relatable. Yeah. Universally relatable when you just aren't gaming quite as good. Your head's not quite in it. Yeah. Um... Yeah, it is Labor Day. We did get our mention of Marx in already, I guess. <laughs> yeah. You said we should do that. Big shout and out. And we did big shout out to the to to, to Karl Marx and, and Mr. Mr. Engels. Yeah, ensuring that Zonky Bolgar didn't enter the workforce uh too early. Who? Zonkly Boglis? 
You? Is that you, Zonko Bullpuck? <laughs> That's your full name. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's Labor Day. Whatever that means. I labored all day today. Yeah. Yeah. Stared at a screen um, the whole time. Uh, Literally. Yeah, Little Boy Hooks here has got some paid podcast work that's coming together very nicely. Mm-hmm. So be on the lookout for that. But I feel like the way you looked at me when you said paid suggested that I I need to start paying. You should start paying me for this. <laughs> no, like I, I yeah, I addressed that look at the listener. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I've been just at home like the last, you know, I don't know. In the last two days, like eight hours a day or so, if not more yesterday, but essentially staring at screen all day, editing and like, uh, you know, doing audio stuff and recording some voiceover and stuff mm-hmm. and uh, in listening to it all and recording it all. And I'm just like, I haven't done it for a hot second. And I'm like remembering how much because when I'm doing voiceover, I, I'll write out a script roughly but then i try to kind of ad lib around it so it sounds a little more natural sure not like i'm just reading something all the time right Good move. but um you just kind of let the tape run you know and i <laughs> learn when i listen back to it just how much i fuck up trying to say things <laughs> and just like was realizing listening to a bunch of it over the last couple days I could cut together, you know, a, a compilation of the cursing that I just do out loud. Like a blooper reel? <laughs> yeah, because I essentially just start, when I'm doing it, I just start saying every single, like just stream of consciousness sing sure. out loud because it, it helps to when you're recording by yourself in a room alone mm-hmm. to get up to a, a conversational volume. But I could just cut together... Uh, uh, yeah, a compilation of my cur- of my swearing there that would just be I was telling Zeekly about this it would just be a virtuosic level of cursing on display <laughs> if I <laughs> put it together because it's all just random it could be a Duolingo lesson and I don't I mean that person would not have a cohesive understanding of the English <laughs> language except from in like an idiomatic perspective right yeah um, but yeah that's been pretty fun i guess can you give us any uh can you tease that that I project tease, out a little bit I will or is, tease you i'll edge you a little bit is it cool about it um yeah it's like uh true crime mm-hmm. adjacent montana true crime adjacent thing and i guess what i will say about it now in this format is that i got the job and was initially sort of like you know, it was like a pit. It was pitched to me, and I was sort of like, "I want." I, is there going to be anything that's not like just superficially kitschy and stuff in mm. Montana? Like I was like, I don't know if there's anything. And then doing fucking doing the first episode, and I'm like, oh shit! I didn't realize I would be stumbling across the plot to True Detective season four in this shit. Oh, so there's some like pretty pretty gnarly stuff. It's weird. In ter- trying, I don't know. I occasionally have found myself when going through the stories and just being like, "Man, 
criminal justice system is fucked up, but it's not, the show's not really about that. Yeah. So I sort of like bench anything about that, but it's been fun to do. And it's just like, I just get to try to like fucking do cool sound design shit. Yeah. I will tell you one of the stories is, uh, involves a topic close to my heart, the near dear, great OG Catholic church. Oh yeah. And, uh, and the episode that I was making was that one, to, to Daniel says that one. And there's a lot of, uh, let's just say I've got the uh, Lord's hymn stuck <laughs> in my head. Oh, I've been listening God. to it all day. I can't wait. Um, but in addition to that, and I wanted to mention this on the show, I had a, a, a classic, a classic Missoula instance oh, the yeah. other day. We were talking on this show recently, maybe even on another Zeke Bleakus episode. I don't remember. <laughs> um, but we were talking. I was talking about how. Missoula is sort of like a weird open world game and you like wander down by the river and encounter NPCs and they'll like give you a quest. Right. And we were just kind of joking about this. Yeah. And so being like, yeah, that's like the vibe. Yeah. And then not but two days ago, I uh, was was hanging out with, with Adam, a mutual friend, friend of the show. Uh-huh. And we were doing sort of a classic... Um, <laughs> a classic like Adam afternoon to yeah. be alliterative about it where like he called me up and was like hey I gotta go pick up a fridge you wanna come with me and you, you don't have to do any work but we'll just like take a cruise out uh, up the Blackfoot and like stop on the way back and like smoke a J and like just hang out by the river for a bit and I sure. was like yeah sure why yeah. not yeah. trying to do more stuff like that Yeah. So I do, picks me up in some truck that like got from his roommate or something. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we go to get this fridge and it, and it goes off without a hitch. It's like a classic Missoula outskirts family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I'll, and I'll leave it at that. <laughs> but uh, so I have my fridge loaded up into the back of this truck. We wrapped it up safely and put it in there. And then we're just like, all right. So we pull off, go down by the river, smoking some grass. <laughs> um, and... Uh, Come back up, you know, we have to like, we go down this like, you know, slope to get to the river and then we hike back up to and go to the car and there's this like shortish bearded guy <laughs> with long hair and sunglasses in like a pool shirt and swimming trunks. And he's kind of like hollering at us. And I wasn't sure what he was saying. And at first I was kind of like, is he mad at us? And the first thing I hear him say is 15. And I was like thinking he was saying like, just because I'm in the outskirts of Missoula, I'm expecting he's saying I've got like 15 seconds to get out or he's going to start shooting at me or something. Because <laughs> I was worried that we were on private land or something. But then yeah. he was like, I got 15 bucks or whatever's in my hand, which I'll get to that later. He's like, well, you guys just, uh, he was at, he essentially flagged us down. I was like, hey, we, you know, I, I, we've been floating. Um, you know, we were like shuttling cars back and stuff, but we brought the wrong keys. <laughs> <laughs> the wrong set of keys right. i guess so they were like will you would you guys take us back down the other way the opposite way from where we were going just back a little bit to john's route and the guy was like this classic like missoula, missoula river person you know yeah. like obviously fucking drunk the whole time <laughs> yeah. and he was with his dad who was just like they looked exactly the same but he was sort of like a miniature more weathered version of him with gray hair and like a good 
50, you know, a good, I don't know, 20 years or so of hard alcoholism in his face more than his son. Yeah. And they were both like drunk and they were like, hey, would you take us down the road? And we're just like, sure, yeah. You got to get in with the fridge. And they like cheer and holler at like a, a crowd of people that were with them, I guess, some sort of caravan that oh, I never God. saw. Oh, God. But then they come with us and they introduce themselves to us and their names are Neil and DeWitt. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> DeWitt is the younger one. Yeah. And they give us. DeWitt. Uh, he's like, yeah, just whatever's in my hand, man. I'm not even going to count it. And it was just 15 bucks, which is what he said initially. Like a lot of ones? Uh, five, three fives. Oh, and yeah. then DeWitt. And then Neil, the old guy, was like, he gives us a couple apples that he picked. <laughs> and so we take him back to John's read and like I was just like, this is like exactly what I was talking about in this podcast a few weeks ago. Like with these NPCs wander up, they give us a quest and give us items in exchange for it, $15 and two apples to bathe them back to John's read. Yes, put into your these like little weird fair you know river people fairy type creatures you know they didn't feel like real people adam was like at one point do you think they're really in there are we gonna get to john's route and they're just not they're gonna have disappeared and i was yeah. like they are magical i think I, you yes. might be right i they're not of the same reality that we inhabit so wait were you, you were having this conversation while they were riding with you well they were in the the back of the pickup truck with the fridge oh okay I see. And we were in the cab. You thought you'd at some point talking about you'd this. look up into the rearview mirror and all you would see is a fridge. Well, we, we we could just see the fridge, so we couldn't really see them. We were saying, <laughs> like, we're going to get back to the place and and stop, and, like, they're just not going to have to be in there. They're going to have to be in there. Sure, sure. Yeah, and talk, I mean, those are also, like, the most NPC names I've ever heard. From Neil and DeWitt. Yeah, for sure, dude. Like, those are characters in a book, you know. Yeah, and they just sort of came over the crest of the hill. I don't know where they were before that or if they ever existed before that or if they existed after we didn't see them anymore, you know. Yeah, yeah, but you got you got some apples and some money in your inventory. Yeah, that's Did you, like, right. take them to town and... You know, no, we just took upgrade. him. Took him to. Oh, yeah, we should have and upgraded some items in our personal inventory. Yeah. I mean, I guess we. We just. I think we just got like beer or something like that. So. Sure. Yeah. Made a poison apple. Essentially, it's like a special weapon. Uh. Wow, dude. Well. Yeah. What do you think about that? Uh, no good deed goes unpunished. Zeke, what do you think about that? Dude, I miss the days where uh, no oblivion was a thing, you know? <laughs> yeah, good deed goes on it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, it seems like wherever you're at, Zonkley Bailgler, uh, 10th grade, like, you're probably sent on quite a few quests. You seem like a quest guy. You spent some time in uh, in Los Angeles, right? You're a real uh, dragonborn type character. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Were you ever um, sent on a quest down in uh, the City of Angels? Fucking camping, bro. Dude, I was sent on a quest last night by a drunk woman to get tomatoes for her pizza. That's the kind of <laughs> that's information exactly, that you're looking for. That's exactly the type of information. Was she looking for, for fresh tomatoes? Yes. She wanted fresh tomatoes for a pizza. so she was. She's making a homemade pizza. She's making a homemade from scratch sauce. As well no, as the I, I was at the the bar is why this is so fucked up. I was I was working at the uh, the bar that I work at, and this drunk woman that was shaking was like, "I need some fresh tomatoes. Where can I get them?" <laughs> Did you just go back to the walk-in or something? This is not the place, my lady. <laughs> you don't serve any beverages with a tomato garnish. Not yet. Um, <laughs> 
maybe uh what are those called the caesar you know yeah but right the caesar that, that not, a, not a not a fresh fresh pot you know sure. fresh fresh tomato yeah a white claw with a side of tomato something like yeah. that yeah wow was it bumping i mean i know it's labor day and it seems like a lot of montanas are going pretty hard yeah dude i think i texted john last night um hopefully i make it out of here alive i don't think it's gonna end well for me just because there's a million people here and i'm gonna get covid and die right. i actually have a appointment to get tested tomorrow in helena there you go good man it's only bold yeah, dude, it was so fucked up how many many tests have you done so far uh this would be my second one oh okay 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 yeah yeah the first one was anally (laughs) (laughs) my choice yeah she was like do you want it up the nostril or do you want it up your butt and i was like why are you even asking the elder not even a question don't even ask (laughs) just do it yeah yeah when 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 it all first started happening back in like February or March of here. I remember like, like my dad, ago. my parents were getting real freaked out. And my mom was like, we need to get the boy a thermometer. He's not going to buy his own thermometer. And so my dad like started sending me like ads for like rectal thermometers and shit. And he was like, this is what you're going to get boy. And you're going to like it. <laughs> and you're going to use it. Yeah. Yeah. And you have been using I it. I have been using it. I've never taken my temperature with it, though, interestingly <laughs> enough. But, <laughs> wow. Classic. Most set up for a great joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Thanks. Wow. Zonkly Bulgar. Yeah. So <laughs> what are we talking about today, Jay? Good segue, bro. Yeah. Um, we've got a very special show <laughs> for the listeners this week. Um, we're going to do... Set without irony. Yeah, yeah. unironically. Uh, we're going to do something of an oral history. Uh, emphasis on the oral. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh. Of one of the great sort of like lost short films. <laughs> you know? It was regular, like, it's like, it's a, uh, yeah. yeah. It definitely had a very student film vibe to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was like... Uh, <clears throat> Kind of one of those urban legend type movies, like that Todd Haynes Barbie one <laughs> about uh, Karen Carpenter. I think it's called Superstar, something I've never like heard that. Of that. Um, but uh, it's a great movie. But um, we're talking about, of course, Wow, Warriors Taint play of the game. <laughs> um, we're talking about. Zinkley Bleagless and I are gaming right now, we should say. Right. You don't have to tell them. He's that. in the Nut Clan. Yeah. And we <laughs> strove, we endeavored to shoot the ship while we, while we record. Yeah. What do you think about that, Grant? Dude, I mean, I'm not going to argue with it. So you'll hear, you might hear some sputterings and mutterings about the game. Yeah. But. Some random fuck, some random shit, some oh, random, like, oh, God, I'm going to come. <laughs> but just disregard that is what disregard that but anyway we're talking about the Helena Witch Project today yeah. <laughs> wow the Helena Witch Project um a great I, I mean a true moment in like Helena cinematic history 
Oh, you say? truly. One of the canonical. <laughs> you know, people will talk about it for yeah. for years. Where where uh where should where do we start on this tale? Well Should we give an overview and then get into <laughs> the specifics? Start and then start back from that square one, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so um I don't even know how it truly came about. I I remember my so this movie uh was a movie erected created that is by me the crow and uh old Zeke Belglis. Do you remember when this thing first started <laughs> when we first started getting this rolling back in the day? Yeah, dude, I think it was like <laughs> for christmas or my birthday in like <laughs> right. 2011 or 2012 or something my aunt bought me this like really <laughs> fucked up <laughs> handheld camcorder oh yeah many are good tail starts the qvc for some reason connor and i just like watched the blair witch project <laughs> and just i i remember going home whenever that was and being like man I could do that better. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's what I was thinking. I wish time. somebody would do this and make it right. <laughs> do it the right way. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, yeah. It was around the time when we were watching like a lot of like those. We went through a span of time where we were just watching crazy B-list horror movies, which I actually kind of missed. That was yeah, fun. VHS or whatever it is. VHS. But do you, I mean, we watched like crazy ones, like Hobo with a Shotgun, like. Um, fucking rubber, rubber, rubber. What was that one? That was the oh, with that the, the tire. Yeah, um, tire. there was the Thanksgiving one with like the uh, murder oh. turkey. What was that called? Yeah, dude, thanks killing. Thanks killing, right? And the opening scene is a big-breasted woman. <laughs> and you got me away, and the turkey goes. Um, oh, what does he say? He's like, nice tits, bitch. And then stabs her in the throat with that knife. <laughs> right. uh, yeah. And uh, then title sequence. Um, and then. Yeah. So it was zombies, the zombies, zombies, strippers versus zombies. Right. Oh, my God. The one with Alexis Texas in a serious role. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was wild, man. Alexis yeah. <laughs> it's really where she. um her career took off. I think that was like kind of a launching point for her. Um, amongst some I've other been supporting things. her years before that. Yeah, you know, we were we were large fans. Are. And uh, but at any rate, so these were buzzing around in our little heads at the time, and then I guess we decided that uh that we could definitely do Blair because it's undeniable. I mean don't it get, could be done better. Wrong. Don't get me wrong. I love that movie. I got mad love and respect for that I got movie. mad. Yeah, give it. You got to put some respect on the Blair Witch Project name. Okay, Cameron. Dude, can you can you name is, is that the first found footage movie? No. What is? Well, I don't know if it's the first, but the first really notorious one is this movie called Cannibal Holocaust. Cannibal <laughs> Which I think Holocaust. you boys would oh, really, I've heard of that. You boys would really like it's who's, about who's doing the holocausting in that situation um it's essentially like green inferno oh i haven't seen where that. like some western kids go to like make a movie in the amazon and get like cannibal holocausted by some <laughs> some people in there and and the thing about it is it's supposedly like 
it had this like legend that it was like a snuff film technically and they had like actually killed people for it and stuff. Oh. But I don't think that was actually ever true. Would but it maybe still it was be circulated, like you can find it. Sure. The hell in a witch. Hell in a witch. I mean, yeah, it's the first in a long lineage that I think arguably culminated with Hell in a Witch. <laughs> sure, okay. I'm with you. But anyways, it's undeniable that Blair Witch could have done better, and so we set out to make some improvements on it, uh, which sure. resulted in, I'd say, uh, a beloved, maybe not for its original intentions, uh, movie. Definitely a beloved picture. Definitely beloved. Yeah. Dearly beloved. Dearly beloved. There's not a single frame out of that movie that is bad. <laughs> so true it was all we were all all the shots were very deliberate all of the script the script was very deliberate it was deliberate it was deliberate but, you know it did leave enough room for uh for oh my god <laughs> for improv but uh, yeah i don't know zaki Ezekiel, do you have any uh anything to add to that about what this was um yeah, dude, it was a a formative time in my life where I was just doing what I want, you know, yeah. saying what I want, filming what I want, you know. I was I was making the hits, you know, and perch, <laughs> perching, dude, perching a lot. We did give the people what they wanted, dude. We delivered. Yeah. In the end, the investors were not pissed, which we actually we did, made money off. Of this. We made money off this movie. I want to say that technically, <laughs> we made money off it's of this movie. Great profit. Shamelessly. A lot of films can't say the same. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, a lot of a lot of much wider release films can't say the same. It was a decent tax write-off for sure. <laughs> uh Montana's got a, a nice little plan on that. But it it I, you know what was astounding to me is if I did something like that, like probably around this age, and I, I know high school is obviously different, but if I did something like that around then or around now, no one would show up, probably. I but, would show up. Yeah, I, well, I know you would show up. I appreciate that. But back in high school, I was astounded by the uh, the kind of turnout this got. Dozens. Dozens. <laughs> dozens. Literally dozens. Dozens of people. <laughs> yeah. You showed up. It, it was more than that. Come on, give the hell in a witch credit where it's due. <laughs> we hit I double digits. A fucking Facebook party invite. <laughs> For the hell on a bitch, the hell on a witch, and <laughs> oh my god, classic! Many uh, people came to see this this movie, and I still like honestly. The last time somebody probably asked me about this movie was like, I don't know, maybe like a month or two ago, and they were like, "Do you have a copy of it still?" Really? Like, people have asked me about it and just been like, "Do you?" uh is there any way that you can get that thing? And I'm like, I don't know where it is. <laughs> yeah, it's it's lost in the sands of time. I'm curious, like, there must be, I, I it's got to be somewhere. So It's got to be somewhere. I feel like maybe that's part of the real genius of this movie is the movie in and of itself is going to be a found footage movie. Like someone will maybe find the flash drive. Or oh yeah! That it's on. Wow, very meta. It's very meta, man. I think it was ahead of its time. Um, so yeah, I guess it's yeah, it's worth pointing out that yeah, this this movie is gone. Um, Holy shit! I just got a triple kill. <laughs> yeah, that's impressive, dude. <laughs> this movie, uh, 
is truly lost footage. Um, who knows what lucky passerby will discover it Yeah, amongst some skeletons or something. I bet it's probably at someone's house. And yeah. like, it's interested. I have CDs of it. I know we have CDs of it, but if you remember the night of, there was some problem where the, like I had purchased the wrong, like, dvds to the blank dvds to put it on or something and it wouldn't play in the the tv or whatever that we were playing it on for everybody so what ended up happening is i threw it onto a flash drive and we like plugged it into someone's computer and hooked that up through like hdmi to show it everyone um which yeah it wasn't a problem but i i guess i just i don't i don't know i wouldn't trust those those dvds have you tried them no they don't work anymore yeah yeah classic and I, I it's on my parents like computer like their old computer at home like i plugged that fucking dinosaur in oh my god and i can still see a little folder that says like hell in a witch final cut yeah oh god did it have like the orange cone of death or anything on it yeah it's oh no it's... we'd have to like take it somewhere to <laughs> right <laughs> Pay pay like a data retrieval. Please save yeah, uh, save, save Helena Witch. Yeah. For posterity. Save Helena Witch at patreon.com. Yeah. <laughs> Donate. Subscribe. If you want to see that. I I know I would be I would die to see it again. Like and man. subscribe. Because I think the last time I saw it was the night that everyone saw it. Yeah, same. That was the only time I've seen it. Yeah. I you know. I feel like maybe we watched it once or twice after we cut it in uh, Windows Movie Maker. Oh, brilliant. Um, or everybody cut their teeth of our dinner. That's thing. true. That's true. If they know oh, anything about non-linear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so it, it is gone and hopefully someone will discover it someday. Hopefully it will see the light of day again. I know um, I wouldn't mind starting a Kickstarter for that if you... If you I mean, I, I'll, to raise I'll work some one funds, you, I think it takes like a couple hundred bucks usually to do it, but that's yeah. a pretty me achievable goal, maybe. Yeah. You know, there was yeah. a lot. <laughs> there were a lot of people there. Um, some, I'm sure, their view of me has been unsavored by my years, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I'm sure I could pull some extra money out of those fuckers. I could pull some money out of you. Yeah, so it, it's gone. Which is a shame because there was so much work put into this, uh, physically and mentally. Yeah, it should was we, draining. Should we take a little a little break and then get into <laughs> talk about the making of Hell in a Witch Project? Yeah, yeah, for I like sure. that. Oh. All right, baby. Well, uh, yeah, we're gonna go pee pee. <laughs> Perfect timing. Um, the Elder Nard, Nard, Nard Nation. What up, Nard Nation? Um, what up, Nard? Welcome to my Nard Pups. This is my Discord. Here we are. Send a tip to your boy. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, all my little Nard perchlings to the Nard stream. <laughs> perchlings. <laughs> 
swimming up in the in the current in the Nord Stream, dude. Um, but anyway, we've 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 got exciting news for the listener. Yeah. Uh, we've we've been joined in the in the gaming and in the podcasting by you know another special guest, friend of the show, Rob Ilgamo. Hey. Steve be approved. The Steve be approved Ilgama uh, hopped on in the lobby with us, so we called him up. Um, Rob, do you remember when I what I texted you yesterday? Yes, I do. I was a little bit confused. <laughs> what, what were you confused about? I think what you said to me was that you need an intelligent mommy GF. I, I said I need a sophisticated mommy GF. <laughs> oh, okay. Right. The same sort of vibe. Yeah, same vibe for sure. Yeah. I've never encountered that string of words before. <laughs> but I, as soon as I thought of it, I was like, I have to text this to Rob. So it wasn't a stroke of your true feelings. It was just a, a funny string of words. I mean, it's both. <laughs> oh, okay. Can it be both? Yeah, definitely, definitely. And then oh. you just knew how to get it out into the world. I had to tell someone. Yeah. You know. Well, I, I wish you luck. I still am not a hundred percent sure what it means. But, Me uh, either. I'm still trying to figure it out. You know, that's the journey. You know that's the want. journey. I know I want it. Is that just like a casual Sunday thought for you? Like, <laughs> you're just a <laughs> brain dropping. I can't remember really what the train of thought that led me to that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I thought I need to. I think maybe I was talking to Adam. I don't remember. But sure. Yeah, I was talking to someone, or I was just by myself thinking about it, and I just said, "Yeah, I just thought." And I was like, <laughs> "Wow, that's fun to say, but it also has that sort of crucial ring of truth to it that all sure, good bits of all good comedy needs, you know." I did, I without a shadow of a doubt. Be I feel like being on a quest like usually puts you into kind of a. It gives you like a, a moment of clarity. Oh yes, you know the proverbial I mean? moment of clarity. Proverb, yeah, you yeah, kinda... that's right. I I uh, I I leveled up my consciousness skill tree a little bit to and unlocked the real, realization that I need a sophisticated mommy. <laughs> yeah, unlocked a deeper personal truth. <laughs> Idiot, bro. Um. This guy was just standing there at an ammo box, and I killed him, and then he threw up a mine, and it killed me. So, who's laughing now? <laughs> but anyway, we're talking about the making of Helena Witch Project, um, a production, Rob, that I am learning now that you were a, a member of, uh, uh, on the crew. Yeah, I also learned, like, a few days ago. Or I remembered, I guess, that I was a <laughs> He doesn't want to admit it. <laughs> he was coached into it's not, it. It's not that I didn't want to admit it. I think that I had just been blotted out from my memory. <laughs> sure. You made room in your brain for other things. Oh, I did. That's. I don't. I don't really like that, man. <laughs> no, not, not not because it was like bad or anything, but just because like I think I wanted a bigger part, and you guys didn't give it to me. Wow. <laughs> Gaslighting yet again. That's not true. <laughs> you felt 
I mean, but to be fair, that is what you would say if you were gaslighting him. <laughs> True. I don't know. I feel like I'm being gaslighted right now. <laughs> gaslit, bro. <laughs> so gaslit, dude. Dude, this episode is going to be gaslit. <laughs> RPG. Oh, that is something that Jake Paul, our guest here, would uh, approve of. I fucking hate everything about you. <laughs> Holy shit. It's because he called you Jake, Jake Paul. Jake Paul quote, I fucking hate everything about you, 2020. Um, <laughs> don't, don't do it. Yeah, sorry, I should. It's not actually Jake Paul. It's Zonkley Belglaeus. Great ten. Uh, but anyway, let's. What, what? 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 How did? How did the production start, gentlemen? Yeah. So uh, he, as far as I re- so how, you let's get talk the, about the creative process, the narrative, right. so to speak. Was <laughs> the there a narrative. script? Were you uh, a working script or? So as I recall, we did get some things down, right, Zach? We we wrote something down. Yeah, we wrote some stuff down on like a We're document. one inch by one inch post-it note. Yeah, oh, no. <laughs> there was room for improv. I'll say that it was not a very like there was a loose structure and exactly. like curb. Yeah, it wasn't necessarily a script as it was just a line by line of like what sorts of things should be happening potentially if we actually do this, um, and what resulted, I think, is a lot of it did come down to. I don't want to bury the lead here, but like I, you know, I, a lot of it came down to us figuring it out on the spot on the mountain. Mm. Uh, what was going oh, to be mountain, what was going to be in the sea? What was going to happen in the scene? You know what I mean? Let's see what the vibe was. What what you know the energy you guys were bringing to it? Yeah, I can't remember anything that we specifically wrote down. Um, it was so you guys were the directors, the writers, the producers, the cinematographers, and the stars. And the stars, yeah. The two leads. Right. Oh, my God. I, I mean... Would you describe this movie as a buddy comedy? <laughs> hey, um, hey, 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 hey. I, I, not cool, bro. Not cool. I kind of cool. take offense to, I mean, to that it was a horror. For, a buddy comedy horror hybrid. <laughs> Was sort of like a uh, Tucker and Dale versus evil, that type of thing. I've never seen that. Um, I you gotta watch yeah, Alan Tudyk reference, but um, and yeah, I guess that we were the you crew were that joined evil. us. I want to say there were like beyond us, there were what like maybe five or six other people that helped us out in this endeavor. Yeah, we Condor McDuffie, Condor McPuffy. Yeah, he um, was also a star. Uh, uh, the Hauntivirus. Um, <laughs> the Hauntivirus was a star. That was in the sequel. That was that happened in the uh, sequel yeah. that has yet to come. And we'll for sure. Dude, yeah, Rob is, Il Gamo also makes an appearance in that one. <laughs> yeah, I got bumped up to uh, Supporting actor, player, yeah. part of the main cast, man. That's uh, that's the industry for you, Rob. You know, you gotta work your way. That's out. true. I don't know if it would. Always, I don't know if it'll remain the case, but I know back in the day, I always saw you as the one that made it alive to the end of the sequel. But we'll see what happens. <laughs> we'll see what happens. But only one of them makes it alive. I feel like that was the the natural course it was taking. I mean, with those movies, yeah. It's kind of like, uh, well, I don't want to say that actually. 
I'm gonna leave it a surprise. So what what do we got written on this post-it note? So on this post-it note is something along the lines of um we've we've heard that there's this haunted woods. The haunted virus woods? Um Frank Woods. Yeah, yeah. And it's sort of like in our minds, the scene, the set would be, you know, yeah, deep wilderness, like out in the middle of nowhere, mm-hmm. untouched by man, but haunted somehow. Um, mm. And at any rate, yeah, I know. Yeah, there's many levels to this movie. But uh, I don't know. Can you recall any of the things that were written on that shit, Zach, on that little, the dossier? <laughs> the hell on a witch dossier. The hell on a witch dossier. Um, dude, honestly, no. That was. I I, I can't remember a single thing. Yeah, I... and I guess what I'm trying to say is, like, in the end, that little piece of paper, what was written on it, really had no bearing on what you actually saw in the movie, or what we did when we got to film it. Like, I think it was a it was a rough outline. That in the end we just kind of we were calling audibles constantly uh, <laughs> on threw, set. You as threw it were. aside the script as written. Yeah, yeah, but it was definitely we had like the same ideas about it. I remember that. I remember it was going to be. Um, it, it, the conception was the same of a of a localized version of the Witch Project. Blair Witch Project. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Precisely. Precisely. Um. And we just sort of decided, or it was decided for us then that it was going to be low budget. Um, <laughs> was there ever an option for it to be not that? Sadly, we did not get any offers from any investors. I wish we would have. But yeah. in the end, like like we said, we did make money off of this movie. Wow. Yeah. Which, Rob, did you ever see a cut of that? I think I I went to the release party, I think. Oh, there. I hope we didn't charge you. But, um, now he's part of the crew, he didn't get charged. Yeah, right. Yeah, part of the crew, part of the ship. I'll tell you who got charged, though. Who did? I'll save him for later. I don't know if I can bring it up currently. Is it a she? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know who was uh charged, but uh, at any rate, yeah, so we went from there pretty much to. I remember the first few times we were thinking about what we were going to do and where we we're going to we were going to film was getting the this uh, high tech piece of uh, cinema equipment. We got it out on your like back porch and we're filming some things, um, and it just like sort of. And did you shoot just in in narrative chronological order? Yes. Yes, we did. Okay, yeah. Yeah. The first shot of the movie is Connor and I downstairs in my basement, like packing up items, talking about how we're gonna go and find the Helena Witch. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my God, I'd forgotten about those those scenes. Yeah. So we, it really, it set the scene. You know. Mm-hmm. We really didn't waste any time with the dialogue. There was no kind of like, uh, you know, establishing scenes or like world building or mm-hmm. just getting familiar with the characters or anything. It was just like straight into were you were you guys playing characters or were you playing fictionalized versions of yourselves? 
I think that we were honestly like playing ourselves. Yeah. I think it was more just like we were we were playing playing ourselves in character form. Yeah, yeah, so right. like we are we were kind of fucked up. You, guys you in both high school, are, are like, definitely like, characters. We're both very method when it comes to acting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we were essentially just ourselves. Um which became apparent I I think especially in those scenes i think that follow those scenes in your in your basement of uh of us driving around in the car do you remember that yeah yeah um uh, we went to the gas station off of um <laughs> off of uh what is that of fucking street yeah i don't even know is that euclid yeah orange pops yeah. and made a bunch of like um to put it lightly, oral sex jokes. Yeah, yeah, we got some push pops from the gas station there over there on YouTube. Oh, and did a lot of and did a lot of blowjob shit. Blowjob, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the we best really, kind. We milked the blowjob humor dry, dude. dude. It was it was at the like you were living with your dad, and I remember <laughs> in one of the scenes I made a joke about how Craig isn't gonna really like this part of the movie. Yeah. Yeah, for so sure. So you broke the wall. Oh no, but it, it the fourth wall's already broken because it's you guys are making the movie in the movie as part of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, if I remember correctly, I and I could be wrong on this, but I think we actually just used our names. Mm-hmm. Our real yeah. names. Well, yeah, we playing totally Yeah, Zach. Oh my god, I forgot about that. <laughs> so yeah, at any rate, we we're in this car. Next scene, we're driving over to Hello. We took a roundabout way. We're not just in any car. El Mund. We were in El Mund. So we were in El Mund. Took all my fucking piece of shit beater car, the Mund. The Mund, dude. (laughs) (laughs) What does that even mean? I have no idea, but he always he always said it, dude. He always, I'd, I'd pull up in that thing, he'd be like, the moon. <laughs> the moon. Yeah. yeah, which was, what was that thing? It was like an old-ass Nissan. It was a 1998 Nissan Altima. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah, so we were driving around in this pimped-up mobile, dude. Looking good. Uh, Deep-throated push-pops. <laughs> I think, like, I want to say we got multiple push pops, but maybe that's not the case. Maybe that was just me. Yeah, just deep threading push pops on our way to uh, find the Hell in a Witch. And we get up to the trailhead um, eventually. And I feel like I'm really, I'm really digging here, man. But wasn't there some phone call that occurred um, right when we started? No, that's what happened, dude. So remember how you said Dirty Harry was in the intro? Yeah. It wasn't, dude. Now I remember what it was. Without so we're it's you and me, we're walking up the trail eventually. We've reached the trailhead. Uh that just is, you know, we sort of pretended that it was just like some sign, like you know, the sign above hell. Uh like what does it say? Like enter if you dare or something. What is it? The sign of I didn't know hell had a <laughs> like sign in, above it. Isn't isn't it in the inferno or something? There's like a 
Uh, the road, Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, it'll come to me. But um, yeah, I bet it will. Abandon all hope, ye who enter. All right. Yeah. I was gonna say that, but I was like, is that hell? Yeah. Uh, I think it was hell, right? I don't know. I don't know. But at, at any rate, so we enter this place, and and I think Zach gets a phone call, and his ringtone at the time was "Dirty Harry" by the Gorillas. That is not true. That is not true. 100%. That is true. Are you just being no, it's, it's literally, we were driving up to the, like, whatever it was, to the, the Mount Helena Trail, and that song came on, and we, like, did some, like, dumb high five. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, you're what, right. What kind of high five was it? Are it's you? like... There was a and phone I used to call do though. Dumb fucking handshake high five thing. So uh, by Kanye and Jay Z. Right. Yeah. Oh my god. More shit for Dirty Harry in the Ultima, the moon. In the moon. Yeah. Okay, but you did, as I recall, get a phone call when we were walking up the trail for the first shots. Yes. Yes. Um, that's true. Yeah, and we decided to leave that in the final cut. Uh which was sick as hell. It really gave like a tangibility to the, mm-hmm. to the story. I it was think. some diegetic sound. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Not performed by uh, El Gamo. <laughs> but maybe, maybe it was you that called him, man. I don't know. Yeah, do you remember what the, what the call was? I, I do not remember. Hey, Zach, that. your homework isn't done. Get the fuck <laughs> home. No, I'm making my masterpiece, Dad. <laughs> Mom. Stop ruining my movie. <laughs> I'm trying to do something big with my life. See uh, the great thing about the found footage thing though is that you can you can check that in the cut in the final cut and dude it doesn't break the world. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. I don't think we were going for continuity. I went to film school. <laughs> continuity. <laughs> yeah. So we, we you go up on Mount Helena, is that right? Yeah. So where and we it's supposed this, to be the deep remote woods, and it's supposed to be the deep remote woods, which, believe me, was a problem at some points because uh, I mean it's right there. You see it's, lights in the background. It's supposed to shine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can see the city lights in so many of the shots. Which a lot of this movie um, <laughs> took place at night. The bulk of it. Um, <laughs> and you could definitely see some city lights uh, as as well as the look of terror on my face uh, with some of the situations that unfold. Mm, some some hairy, some sc- hairy and scary situations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I don't know. Where, where, where did we go from here? Where When we started walking down the trail... Did we get more shots on the on the trail before we got to Devil's yeah, Kitchen? Yeah, like that whole scene was about forty seven minutes too long. <laughs> um, it was like us walking up to the actual like trailhead, <laughs> right? And then um, like just us bullshitting with like a backpack with like a tent and you know all the all the the necessary props at the time right yeah was this just youtube for this for this sequence what did you say yes 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the YouTube Bono I, and like the Edge and stuff, just where they're from. Sure, I <laughs> I remember there being a decent amount of honey involved. Mm. Yes, which there were good stops, man. Like we said, yeah. I mean, we definitely we cut costs, but did not abandon quality. You know. Mm-hmm. It, that's well, what's important like, to do that's yeah what's important to bang do. for your buck is what this film was um you made people bang for a buck <laughs> we made people bang for a buck yeah so yeah there were some like shots some grill did we hang anything up in the trees i can't remember i no that was on like the second day of of filming right. we like the first scene was us just like getting up to the campsite and just like doing right. terrible jobs of cutting to make it <laughs> seem like we've been hiking for like a day you know yeah, right <laughs> and then there's like we set up this is where it gets fucked up we set up the the tent <laughs> and everything in that like little cave that's about halfway up the helena trail you know yeah the devil's kitchen devil's kitchen yeah yeah, the devil's <laughs> 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 kitchen. Um, we uh, like set everything up and then did a bunch of filming at night. Yeah. And this is where Connor McDuffie first made an appearance. <laughs> of, we were, Connor and I were laying in the tents together, presumably. This is me, and, the crow, in there in the tent, not the other Connor. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, Connor's part in this was he was the witch. Why don't you just call so him McDuffie? He like made these really fucked up, like high pitched laughs. <laughs> if you remember it, it's still just so vivid in my mind. But he did this like. Ah! <laughs> yeah. Did he? We were, did he ask to do we this? Laying in the the like tent, <laughs> and then the next day that we came up to film. Connor and I, you know, presumably had woken up and we like <laughs> um, found honey on all of our belongings. <laughs> As if like Connor was a witch lady made of sludge. <laughs> oh, so what you weren't like, oh, it's honey. It was no, sludge. No, it was like, no, this is not like honey, not like a, a minor inconvenience. It was like, this is like ectoplasm. This witch, yeah. witch slime. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I like threw it all over my dad's like really nice tent, and like <laughs> all over all like, of the shit. I to, ruined to so many, scene. so many shirts and shit that I had thrown into this like soccer duffel that I had. Um, that were all just like completely ruined by honey. Like I don't even. I yeah. like had to throw that bag away and shit. <laughs> and besides the point, I guess. But. Yeah, dude. So I remember that and it and it fucking his like laugh was like to me it sounded kind of scary at the time, but just the knowledge that it's your friend, you know, McDuffie there just cackling into the echo of a cave. He cackled. Yeah. <laughs> and uh so it, it was hard to keep a straight face, but what did were we we were using like headlamps for lighting or something like that? Like it was yeah, very, yeah. Dude, we had yeah. some flashlights and some like headlamps and things. Like it's very low budget. Yeah, it was low budget, dude. Except for the dude, I bet the honey was the most expensive part. But Rob, were you real? Rob, were you involved with the crew that was like helping us bring shit up to the caves? 
Yeah, yeah, I was definitely part of that. That's why I don't think that I was ever enlisted to do the sound. I think that it just like kind of happened because I was there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you were like, we need someone to hit this stick against a rock, and that became my job. And you were like, that sounds like a job for this guy right here. Right. Yeah, I was like, now, now you're talking. This might be my way in. Now you're, now you're speaking my language. We know a professional when we see one, dude. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I, I, I was up there like carrying stuff up. I, I remember the honey and everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. But yeah, I don't know. Sorry. Um, that was a cool gamer. John, did you ever have a part in this? I had no part in the production of this. Did you know about it? I definitely knew that it was going on. Yeah. Um, but I didn't interact with it until the premiere event. Uh-huh. Uh, the infamous premiere event in our friend Cal's basement where you charge <laughs> $6 a head, right? <laughs> Yeah, it was like five or six bucks a head and like 30 people showed up and we made a tight profit. Yeah, yeah we paid for the honey. Do you remember how much you were charging for, for entrance? Yeah. Yeah, it was like five or six bucks a head or something like that. <laughs> really? Yeah, dude, we were we were up-and-coming filmmakers in the Helen and like art industry, bro. We're not going to let you get in for a couple bucks, you know? Right. You yeah. got to set your value, you know, instead of... Art is not worth this, 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 exactly right. this may exactly end up being a once in a time once in a lifetime uh, event you know like, <laughs> yeah and we were all there and you were all there we all witnessed something that you know not a whole lot of people can say i mean well it was a decent turnout i'll say that i don't want to wreck myself but you're gonna check yourself before you do that i thought i i know that you had a a hand in the in the sequel but we'll get to that at, a, at another point on another time. I, I, I think. At another point on another time. <laughs> yeah, as my dad always says. Um, but yeah, it was, I, when I saw it at the premiere, um, the reason I call it a comedy is because I, you know, I remember getting more engrossed in it as it went on. <laughs> but also um, very much. At the beginning, especially when it was just the two of you recording your banter, but in like an amplified performative way <laughs> and talking. And you guys were perching really hard at that point right. and a lot. So like the bar was pretty high. Um, but so you guys really had to kind of like top yourselves in real life for the filmic depictions of yourselves. And I really liked that. And, and I remember cackling with laughter. <laughs> and uh it's hard for me to remember like a, a film experience that i've ever like definitely laughed that hard you know yeah it was unique <laughs> yeah i uh i don't know what to say about that man i <laughs> we, we did end up i'll say this we i don't want to lie we did end up getting a lot of laughs um and that was not the original intention at all. That was not the original intention, but... Was that the intent at any point then in the production where you were like, we're trying to be funny, or were you just always like, we we're trying to scare you? No, dude, we were, I think, in all honesty, we were trying to... <laughs> be scary. Like, well, I, I, did, I did have a jump scare <laughs> in this pursuant plot sure. as we moved yeah. into it. 
There is at least one good jump scare. Uh, Cal's face at the end. Oh my yeah. god. Still haunts me. Yeah. But that's true. We did get a lot of laughs. It, it was enjoyed. I would say, um, you know, we were getting ripped off only charging six bucks, man, for the kind of experience that was uh, given to the audience that night. Yeah. Uh, you gotta charge more. <laughs> you gotta charge more, exactly. <laughs> um, but I think, yeah, so part of the, the plot was we discover this cave that has a bunch of markings on it that was and i think that was sort of the the parallel to the things that are um hung up in trees in the blair witch project right. Rune. so we see like all of the but uh, you know anyone who knows devil's kitchen uh knows that there's just a shitload of graffiti up there just random graffiti and like you know Maybe me behind the bus stop it has for great been sex. It's smirched by man's hand for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's fair to say. And mind you, we're still, you know, deep lost into the wilderness. Deep. Are you in the depth? Yeah. That'll come soon. <laughs> Coming soon. But yeah, I think from there. Um, so describe what happens next, Zach, because it, it involves you. Yeah, dude, so the next scene is <clears throat> we wake up and we have uh, all of the 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 cum from the witch that's <laughs> honey. And Connor and I are both freaked out. And so we, like, quickly just, like, disassemble everything, get everything ready to just, like, get on the road and pack up. Uh-huh. And then in a pretty pretty cool cinematic effect <laughs> we uh we get lost if you will um we pack good. up and we start hiking down and we see all these old like markings and things <laughs> these old like we made these like fake tree guys out of sticks like they had in the original Blair Witch yeah and we were like, oh my god, like, what the fuck is I got her, I remember your acting just being like, so aggressively over the top (laughs) (laughs) anytime anything ever happened you'd be like, what the fuck is this? (laughs) (laughs) and we were like, oh man, now we actually like really have to get out of here, we can't stay here any longer so we like and like, we started running (laughs) I remember like, actually running with this like, backpack on (laughs) And we get close to the trailhead, and it turns out that it's not there. Like, we've gotten, like, turned around. Right. Somehow. Right. Oh, my and God. we, like, um, like, night two happens because we get, like, turned around, and we can't, like, find where our cars are because we've gotten lost, and there's all this shit going on. So Connor and I somehow end up back at, like, the Devil's Kitchen. Nice, right. bro. Yeah, and we're all and, turned around and panicking and already on edge. Yeah. And this, like, the next scene is me getting up out of the earth. Excuse me, Connor McDuffie shaking the tent. <laughs> like, you hear his, like, terrible laugh again, like, in the background. And Connor and I wake up and I grab the camera immediately and, like, turn it on. And it's like it, the shot of in the Blair Witch where she's laying in the tent and she's apologizing to everyone. 
it was like that scene where I'm laying in there and it's like right up my big ass nostrils. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you hear Connor McDuffie like, ah, ah, yeah. but seemingly kind of far away. Right. He and I are, Connor and I just look at each other and we go, all right, we have to be quiet. Like, it's not going to be able to like get into the tent or something. Just like some really stupid dialogue. And it just gets really silent for a second. And then all of a sudden the tent starts shaking. Yeah. <laughs> that was the jump scare for yeah. me. That was the jump scare. Yeah. yeah. The, the tent starts shaking and Connor again is like, Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> and he and I both like run out of the tent and I like dropped the camera. And then like, the next scene is, I I think I pick up the camera and I, I'm like, yeah. oh my God, you guys, like I'm alone in a couple hours. I haven't seen Connor. I haven't heard anything. And then out of nowhere, you just hear Connor start screaming from far off. <laughs> yeah. just screaming back over and over and over again. He does love to do that. Like, Connor! Connor! Are you okay? <laughs> and it just, this went on again for like probably 47 more minutes than it should have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we, got, we were like we were pretty close to civilization as well. Yeah. You could definitely hear us. <laughs> yeah. Very near some houses that you could uh, see the lights of uh, in the background for many of the shots. But uh, wow, this is, uh, this is where your uh, moment came in, bro. Yeah, I, I think also, like, uh, Cal and Connor McDuffie were also on sound, now that I remember it, too. I think we had all surrounded the uh, the tent for the tent shaking scene. Yes. And just, like, blasted that thing. Yeah. There... You saved your ass from getting... <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, dude, there there is another person that I think was there that night. If I'm recalling correctly. <laughs> the hell in a witch, dude. Um... <laughs> That's who it's there. Do you remember who it was, Connor? Yes, I do remember who it was. I don't say I, it. All right, the name. I'm going to say the name. I don't know if you'll need to believe it or not, but go ahead. Riley Pariso. Really? <laughs> was there? Do you not remember that? I don't. He was that. definitely there. Riley Pariso helped carry like some shit up there, and I I was fairly certain that he was there for the tent shaking. <laughs> yeah, okay. which is crazy to me because like I, I haven't really associated with, with that guy for for years, but he was there, and I don't think he contributed to the sounds, but he, uh, I remember getting <laughs> just constant ribbing from him on the production of this thing. Yeah, he didn't think it was up to snuff. No, yeah, he wasn't one of the yes men. That's for sure. Was he gonna do it any better than I mean? No, no. I, yeah, I, that's what I wanted to say to him. You got a better idea? But eventually, so I, I think I found, so after this, I'm pretty sure I found my character in the film, uh, finds, the, finds the video camera and sees this video of you. Um, yeah. and I, I distinctly remember like walking cause like, we got a decent week. So it was shot chronologically and we would do them and we get all the shots in large batches. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And, and then I would just like sit down for like four minutes and edit it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Four minutes. You think I, I think I remember Rob, like, this is, this is the point where you like, you hit the, the tree with the giant ass log. <laughs> yeah. And like, I, you know, just like presumably fell down. And then one of you, like Connor or Cal or Riley, or you like grab the, um, <laughs> like camera and film me getting drug away. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then like Connor somehow <clears throat> ends up back at the campsite grabs the video camera and like watches it, which I don't remember how we shot that because we only had one video camera. Yeah. Just like a cell phone maybe? But you looked at it and you were like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> 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 I was being a little extra with my acting. Um, you but you know, I really good. wanted to sell. I was truly horrified because, you know, we never knew if there was truly a hell and a witch out there. I mean, I know it's part of the plot, but you never know. Ambulance. 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 But, yeah, so I I find this thing, and I distinctly remember. So we filmed, I guess we should mention, we we filmed this, like, in the colder months. Like, I remember there being snow because oh yeah, when we oh, were yeah. carrying, because, like, we were walking up, like, the most popular trail at the most popular park in you know, Helena, Montana. Um, it had been completely iced over from people hiking and walking, blah, blah, blah. They're both all over it, you know? And so it was like such a task to carry like all of this gear up there uh, in our hands. Cause I, rem- I remember like busting my knees and shit, trying to get mm, up this fucking trail. Had a couple busted knees. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he's going to make it seem like he just pulled so much weight. But... <laughs> Literally. Really, the only thing that was over the top was his fucking acting. <laughs> wow. Wow. I, I just can't believe this, man. You're uncorking on me, man. What a statement, yeah. yeah. Dude, you're talking to the the elder Nard here about his, his pinnacle movie. Sure. His masterpiece. That's not true. The depth... The Helena, uh, de- excuse me, depth. The Road Ferno was uh, better, <laughs> bigger and better. Yeah, dude, because I made uh, the Helena Witch, and then I went right into uh, creating a movie for Mr. Salisbury's AP Lang class called um, The Road Ferno. <laughs> the Road <laughs> Ferno? <laughs> was it uh, like a picture of the road by uh, Cormac McCarthy? Guy? Yeah, Cormac McCarthy. Um, no, dude, it was, uh, how those two books sort of, um, are similar to each other in certain ways. And we got an assignment to write an essay about it or make a movie or Connor McDuffie and I chose to make a movie. And our premise was that the seven circles of hell were different, uh, convenience stores around Helena. Hell Yeah. (laughs) Like the first one was Walmart, and then or the first one was like Macy's. Connor got us kicked out of Macy's for making fun of God. Oh yeah, was that when I went in there dressed as Jesus for making fun of God? <laughs> yeah, I forgot. About that. He walked into Macy's dressed as Jesus Christ, <laughs> and told the woman at the front 
<laughs> She's like, why are you dressed like that? He went, I'm on a mission from God. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. We fucking lasted about like four minutes in there. And then the lady was like, all right, Jesus, you need to get out of here. <laughs> yeah. In that like disgusting white robe I had purchased from, or that brown robe I had purchased from like Goodwill or something. Yeah. <laughs> it was like it had stains on it and shit. Yeah. Oh my god, I forgot about that. That did not make it into into the cup, but that that was for Road Ferno. I I don't think I remember that that was for your uh You didn't even know there was a film being yeah, I didn't even know there was a film going on. <laughs> Okay, so like we'll get we'll get back to the the progression here. Yeah. After you like pick up the like video camera, you like watch it, and then the the whole rest of the entirety of the movie is like <laughs> you trying to find me. Me screaming in the woods. Um, yeah. Yeah. I yeah because I remember like slipping and falling like a few times in those shots where it's just me like walking up the same trail. <laughs> Somewhat easily, except it's so fucking icy, and just screaming your name at the top of my lungs for like, I bet this one on, we did like, you know, we we were especially skilled in the art of long takes. And so I would just, you know, go for like six minutes of me screaming Zach's name. Um, and I'm trying to think, like, I feel like we filmed this over the course of like four weekends or something like that, would you say? Yeah, it was like a couple months worth of filming for sure. Yeah. Um and I I wanna say we would just like each weekend we would get like, I don't know, maybe ten minutes of the movie shot or something like that. But um so it like this was combined with one of those nights I'm sure where we found ectoplasm amongst our belongings. Um <laughs> That that the witch like comb. The, the witch comb. I think we established that's witch comb. <laughs> it's witch comb. <laughs> yeah, it's witch comb. <laughs> yeah, dude. So, um, yeah, what ends up happening is I am stumbling and falling, falling and screaming Zach's name as I'm like kind of trailblazing down the down Mount Helena. And I eventually reach a spot where um, <laughs> I think I'm like seeing more of those stick like yeah, figure yeah, things yeah. on the trees. And I'm still screaming Zach's name, but I realize that I've gotten closer to, you know, the Helena witch perhaps because those are the signs or she hangs up ornaments on the trees and uh, <laughs> or he uh, and then like. What else? like I take a few steps further, and what lies before me, Zach? Zeekly. What do it I? It was the, the fake tongue that I had made. Yeah, exactly. How did you make? Like, fake if you tongue? if you remember in the like actual movie, they, the like one guy gets taken and then the other one, like the other two, they find that bundle of sticks with like wraps in it is the dude's like teeth and tongue or some shit yeah 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 teeth and tongue i like it's just like the organs you could easily make a fake one (laughs) i 
I made mine out of clay. Yeah. Did you get it wet? <laughs> Did I what? Did you get it wet, bro? Excuse me? Was it a wet tongue? What? Was <laughs> it was it wet? Was it damp? No, uh, no. I said was it a damp oh, okay. <laughs> it was a dry tongue. Dry tongue. <laughs> But yeah, there, there was some. The you also were the sort of the VFX guy, and so yeah, that that was you know your you, you find that that bundle of sticks wraps with the cloth, and it's like my my tongue and like some fake teeth that I had made out of like yeah. Play-Doh or some bullshit, <laughs> and you like you find find it, and then it just progressively. It takes get longer and longer. Of yeah. me. Like, and I'm like, this is my friend's tongue. I know that I know my friend's tongue, dude. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really familiar that. with my friend's tongue. That was daddy's tongue, you know? Yeah, I know. Oh, I know daddy's, daddy's tongue. Daddy's tonguey. <laughs> daddy's tonguey. <laughs> but yeah, so I find this. I'm screaming some more. And I don't think I, I'm pretty sure from there we... <laughs> We made it to, um, I don't know. How did I end up, how did we reach the climax? Because it's around now. We, I guess I should say it was. You want me to tell you how to reach a climax? <laughs> oh, Jay. He's quick. Quick-witted, baby. Anyway. So I'm in the woods. I have, you know, left of the cave. Um <laughs> And I end up, I, I stumble through all this. I find this tongue made of clay. Uh, <laughs> but I, in the movie, I didn't actually know it was made of clay. Um, <laughs> but I think around now is when uh, I have my, my run-in with none other than Hel- the Helena Witch. Like don't uh, you I have think, a meet cute? With I think the I was, went straight from there to uh, screaming Zach's name, and somehow I come across him. Do you remember that ZB? My name. Your <laughs> that part, that scene. That part, that scene, bro. No, I don't remember that. What is that? The end. Oh, the end, dude. That's what I'm talking about. Because I think we reached here. I think immediately after me finding this tongue made of clay, I'm pretty sure that was right before the end. Mm. The end is... <laughs> the climax. You're frantically running around with like... like I'm running behind you with the flashlight to make sure the, the lighting is good, you know? Yes. Yeah. As, as a director does. Right. Sure, sure. <laughs> yeah. Any good director. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... Very hands-on. We, like, we're running and we're running and we're running. And then all of a sudden, like, we come around this corner by this bush and there's Cal Treadway. <laughs> no. Was he dressed in blood? No. All over his face. No, dude. <laughs> With a dead look on his face. And then all of a sudden, like. No, dude. No. You're forgetting one crucial part of that scene. <laughs> the turnaround? Exactly. Yeah, because you're like running and then you stop and you hear me scream and then 
Yeah. You turn around, pal, and then you just get knocked no. to the ground. No, 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 not even that, dude. Here's what happens. Here's what happens. I remember this vividly. Here we go. Because this was the coup de gras, which I guess we should add, like, right before this scene, I feel like maybe we did the final scene as, like, a standalone weekend. We mm. didn't, like, film any extra shit. <clears throat> You gave it its due. We gave it its due. <laughs> this was... Let um, me give you your due. The real... The, yeah, a momentous occasion. Sure. We spent maybe, well, like half an hour or something mixing up fake blood out of ketchup or something like that up at our friend Cal's house. Um, do you remember that, that when we were like... Well, it must have been like half an hour because we had to wait for it to like set and get gloopy or something like that. Mm. Um, Doesn't take me a half an hour to set and get gloopy. <laughs> we all know. Freaking got him, Jay. You're so quick. Got him, bro. <laughs> but yeah, Z3, do you remember making that fucking fake blood? That disgusting, disgusting I do shit? remember that, but I don't remember what it was for. So <clears throat> here's how... The final shot goes. Now, here we go. I've been searching for Zach for hours, days, it's implied in the it's wilderness. Implied? Yeah. <laughs> like I said, we wasted no time with the script. So I'm sure I've said somewhere in the, in sort of a 127 hour style, like it's been 14 days or something like that. Did you say it's been one week since you looked at me? <laughs> It's been 127 hours since I've seen Zach. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I'm getting no response. So this is all culminated <laughs> with me coming to this like sort of clearing in the forest that I was traipsing down the hill to find. Because uh, I had heard Zach's voice. Finally, I got, I I, I got a response. <laughs> I've heard the Lord. And... I find Zach and he's standing with the most dead eyed look in the middle of this clearing. And I run up to him while holding this camera and I think a flashlight. I run up and like, I'm like, Zach, dude, what the fuck is going on, man? Are you okay? I've been looking for you for, for days or something like that. And Zach, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god Zach very slowly very dramatically with just, oh my god don't you <laughs> fucking even with like I said this dead look in his eyes just points to some like indiscriminate point in front of him <laughs> I remember that now and I remember we had to do like Five or six different takes, which was a lot of different takes for us. Laughing. Because we couldn't <laughs> stop fucking laughing. <laughs> Even then, we knew it was fucking garbage. Right. Even though, yeah, yeah, don't say that. But so. It was art. It was art, exactly. Yeah. It's meant, it got people thinking, that's for sure. But yeah. We, uh, so he points to some point in front of him. And. I turn and I look <laughs> and I think Rob, this is where you added some more, um, some more sound to the picture. You put your, you, you got your fingerprints on this scene at least, um, <laughs> okay. where 
like maybe you bang a rock or you hit a tree or something like that. Um, and it was the sound of like my skull getting hit or bashed oh, with yeah. something. You got yeah, your this brain bashed. Been talking in. about me hitting the tree, I've been like trying to think about what it was even for. Yeah, yeah it was it was definitely for that for the kill. Yeah, right. And so I collapse. I'm dead apparently, and then very slowly, very I feel like tenderly. Uh, our friend Cal, whose face has been covered in this fake blood, and like his hair, he's got great, beautiful, long hair, um, has been all like, you know, messed about with and uh, and fucked up and all, you know, kind of scruffy looking, picks up the uh, video camera. And then turns it on himself. And then turns it on himself. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, like, I, there's a, because um, I remember putting blood on myself, too. I think he eventually, before he turns him, turns the camera on himself, he turns the camera towards me, and there's my, like, blood-covered head lying there on a bed of pine needles. Uh-huh. Uh, dead, or whatever. Or whatever. And then, yeah, the last shot that you see in this masterpiece. Uh, what we've all been waiting for is the Helena Witch with uh, some sort of ketchup, fake blood coming down her or his face. Their face. Their face. Oh, uh, wow. Wow. That ends with I, a monster review. Yeah, it's a bold move to end that way. But I, uh, I remember... You know, witnessing that and ending it and wishing it there was more, you know, wishing right. wishing it wishing it hadn't ended so quick. You knew there was gonna be a sequel. It was one of those movies. Uh, right. So should we talk <laughs> should we talk about the sequel? I did want to say just to, I just wanna add real quick before yeah. we get into that, because I, I, I wouldn't mind talking about that at some kind of point, but the movie as soon as it ends, um <laughs> you can see this last scene, Helena Witch covered in blood, cuts to black, and fireworks by Animal Collective starts playing. Wow. <laughs> Are you, you can't blame me, dude. That's such a good song to end it on. It really is. Oh, was the it fireworks note. or was it for Reverend Green? I think it was for Reverend wow. Green. Wow. Was it for Reverend Green? Yeah. Either either way, both great songs. Yeah. I recommend listener check those songs out. Um, it was so weird, like it just completely was like we distanced ourselves from the tone of the movie a little bit by throwing that song on, and it was just like directed by Zonky Belglar and Crow. Um, and and that you gave it. yourselves, you put some credits in there? Yeah. Oh, Did yeah. you just credit the two of you or no, any of the other ones you held? We you? credited the other people that came because, I mean, there were a few. We had McDuffie, we got El Gamo, we got Riley Pariso. Yeah. The I whole feel crew, like dude. McCarl- McCarl was involved. Wow. At some point, maybe not. Um, Cal, of course. Sure. But uh, yeah. Well received. Oh, yeah. Say to go. The dozens of people at the viewing party, yeah, gave an uproarious reception, yeah, to the Helena Witch, if I remember correctly, yeah. 
I uh, what did yeah. you do with them? Think that it was a horror film. People thought that it was a fucking comedy. Do you, do you remember your reaction to like the audience's reaction yeah. at the time? Yeah, I I remember. Well, first of all, I remember Dave Treadway, Cal's dad, being like, "If I'm gonna have this many people in my house, I'm gonna need to charge them like a fee." <laughs> and then Trent was like, "I can do that. I can be like the door guy. I can." The bouncer. Yeah, this is I, yeah, I could be the the bouncer. Right. And so Trent just stood at the door, and when people showed up, he would be like, "Hey, you guys, it's it's like fifty bucks to, or it's like five bucks to get in here." People just willingly paid us five bucks to come watch our movie. <laughs> right. People wanted to see what the hype was all about. Right. We had been building it up for sure. We had a social media presence. Um. People knew about this thing. And I think are eagerly awaiting the sequel, with, right? With bated breath. Yeah, bated death. Yeah, bated death. <laughs> um, Robbie, you were way more integral to the the structure of depth. Dude, so yeah, was so was John. Yeah, you were in depth. No, but I'm telling you this right now, and I'm not going to argue with you guys. I know that this is a fact, John is essentially the main writer of depth. I simply can't get behind that. You're right. I'm telling you, this is something that I know of. Apparently, I don't know if it was you and he, or you, he, and um, the former Helena Witch Cow. Um, but at some point, there's a story that I've heard that I know of. I, I, I'm pretty sure I, I believe is factually true. I simply just can't buy that. John yeah, just sat down, to be sat down with the one of yous, and crafted this whole story <laughs> through pure banter alone. It was received by either you or I, and we decided to make this thing. Which I will say, whatever John wrote, as far as I know, was maybe like a page on like you know on Microsoft Word. It was an outline. It was an outline. <laughs> you and I, I mean, we dressed it up. We gave it some real um, personality. Some real pizzazz. Some pizzazz. Um, and that's what happened. So I believe John was wholly an integral part to this. Uh, yeah, I, this I, I think I remember it as like sometime up at Sealy, and we all like went into a room and I think it was like people were like, yeah, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to write the sequel or whatever. And I was like, Oh, I got to get in on this. Yeah. And then just kind of dominated the discussion as I'm known to do. But I, I truly, I, I don't remember a lick of what the plot is. Yeah. The plot. I do. I do think that we kind of departed it from it a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I don't want to give anything. I don't want to spoil it. Yeah, you know, because keep it. Oh eye yeah, out we wouldn't want. We wouldn't want it to get spoiled. It might come sometime out. in the it future. It might come out. It might come out. We might release. It might it. hit screens. It might. People might be able to see it on their screens. Yeah, unlike Hell in a Witch, which is, as aforementioned, lost in the sands of time. Tragic. Tragically. Uh, but that one involves caves. Uh, on a different level. Oh, did you go back into Hell's Kitchen for that? One? No, we didn't. Oh. No, this was. Uh, do you know that system of caves above the library? 
No, I didn't know there was a system of caves up there. There are, yeah. Um, subterranean caves? Subterranean caves. Yeah, I think it's honestly just one cave. Well, yeah, I guess... it's pretty small. There's it's technically cave. one cave, no, but there are multiple really, tunnels. It goes back like 15 feet and then it stops. No, there's multiple tunnels in there. I know that for sure. Oh, here we go. John wrote the fucking script. There's a million tunnels. <laughs> no, there's not a million tunnels. Reality is subjective. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that was just... Maybe I just am remembering what was shot in the movie and we used, you know, some clever editing to make it seem like it was a system of tunnels. But that one... Camera tricks. I think we were all involved in. Rob is a part of the main cast. El Gamo. Yeah. Yeah. I think I pretty even had some lines this time. <laughs> yeah. If we can get all. Rob, what was your uh, experience on Depth Light, bro? Um... Your directors are pretty nice guys, huh? It, they worked you hard, but you know, it, it was all for the art you were making, so it was all worth it. And, uh, I, I remember, I, I think we only went up like maybe one night to do it, right? Yeah, that's what, sort of what I'm, I'm remembering is um, that happened, and then part of what wrecked it is, you know, we wanted to watch our continuity a little bit. I won't say that we just. <laughs> haphazardly through these movies together and what it ended up happening is we shot the first shots with a bunch of snow on the ground and, oh, right. And, right. and then like spring came or something like that and all the snow melted classic spring we, you know we hadn't coming again taken enough in enough uh income from the screening of helena witch to afford a better vfx for putting snow on the ground. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's gonna cost you a pretty penny. Yeah, the weather. A pretty penny. Puts a kibosh on it. Yeah, a pretty penny. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm as well as everyone else. I'm sure eagerly awaiting the the sequel, much like National Treasure Two: Book mm -hmm. of Secrets. People were so, so what, what was the plot of, of depth? So the plot of depth, um I don't the know. Plot of depth <laughs> <laughs> The plot of depth. The plot of depth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's run through it quickly though. It was uh a group of people ended up uh, going on some spelunking journey. And they end up in these caves that are haunted, uh, presumably by haunted some. Virus. <laughs> yeah, uh, the haunted virus was a workplace hazard that we mm -hmm. had to work around, or rather, a mouthy uh, actor. Um, <laughs> anyways, these spelunkers—they have the strip. It's a haunted cave. Things are going not so well, um, and it's—it was a lot of just jump scares that we had. It sounds it. like I must have just have seen the descent recently. Exactly. And just essentially <laughs> rolled out the plot of the descent. Yeah, it was very similar in theme. Um, well, I hope we get to see it someday. Me too. Me, yeah, too. me too. Is there still footage? Oh, yes. Yeah. You should pick really? up the continuity <laughs> now. So, like, there's a couple of scenes where you guys are <laughs> 16, and then you just, without breaking continuity, it's just the two of you now. 
years and years later. Yeah, years later, looking so old. <laughs> what the hell, man? That was kind of mean. I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. Yeah, what you think I'm old, dude? Yeah, you think I need life alert? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, I do. I, I think you need help if you've fallen and you can't get up. God damn, dude. Let's drop into the wazoo, huh? Yeah, bro. Trying to drop in. to drop in. Um, but before we do that, do you guys have any any last thoughts? What do you take away from the experience? Dude, I got a, I got a couple of things I need to get out on my chest. Okay. <laughs> get out on his chest. Yeah. Excuse me. I fucked that one up. This mode has got daddy uh, screaming. Oh, I know what time <laughs> it is. Um, no, dude, just big shout out to, you know, all of our loyal patrons who, uh, came down and watched it and paid the money that Dave Treadway needed for some reason. Yeah. God bless. Really appreciate all that support. All the, the big Gotta homies. Gotta make a book. Helped, uh, helped it turn days. a profit. The, uh, Helen and crew that, you know, helped us get this movie up off the ground. You know, Rob, Cal, Riley. You know, we, we need to thank our our heroes in blue, if you will. Yeah, dude. And your boys in blue, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Big shout out to the release party. One of the better nights of my life. Um, I peaked. Yep. I'm peaking. I peaked, yeah. I'm peaking. Someone was there that uh, I feel comfortable talking about it now that I had, I had shared an intimate experience with that had ended... I would say on a sourish note, and it was just nice to be able to show her that I had done things with my you life. You hadn't gotten any better. <laughs> you had you had done things you shouldn't do. <laughs> that I had grown, that I had become a, a somewhat of a man. Mm. You know, I was paving my own path. I had gotten into the, I had broken into the burgeoning film industry. You've broken through. You're part of the culture. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. High society at this point. Um, making money off my films. Wow. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, uh, Nardo or El Gama, you guys got anything you want to plug for the listeners out there? Um, I already plugged last week, so I'm good. Okay, yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah. North Park, North Park. Nardo? <laughs> you got any plugs? Yeah, baby. Um, hit me up at Wario's Taint. Yeah, find yeah. Warriors Tate in the Wazoo and for Danks. Send us money and we'll make depth. Yeah, send some money in and yeah, end just gonna go to uh, uh, depth.com slash uh, GoFundMe. Um, really need that uh, new cash flow to get depth up and running. Get it off the ground, um, get this thing finished. The people want to see it. <laughs> the people want to see it, bro. Yes. All you listeners out there, if you could comment on uh, John's latest Instagram post, if you want to see death, let us know in the comments. We'll uh, <laughs> we'll get that hooked up for you guys, okay? Yeah, yeah let us know. Let maybe us know. we could even like collect enough money to uh, hire the data retrieval service and get the hell in a witch off your yes. <laughs> yeah, but our, we'll get a new print in circulation. Yeah, uh, but yeah, that Instagram again is at Hostile Vibes Pod. Oops. Give it a follow. Uh, make sure you're staying safe out there. Still not eating ass yet. Probably until there's a vaccine. Yeah. I know that's going to be... Everybody my- come to Dylan because that's where everybody's fucking hanging out. Come chill with your boy at the Golden Bar. 
Hell yeah. Um, we're all catching COVID, but we're drinking mud, so it's okay, baby. I'll get you oh, some okay. fresh ain't tomatoes. No, ain't no Modelo virus. <laughs> and, oh, <laughs> Jay, you're what? funny, bro. Funny, <laughs> bro. I say that every day. But anyways, that's a... Oh, some interference there. But that's going to do it for us. And most importantly, remember who loves you, baby.